welcome back to the Suraj podcast. We're continuing on with the stories that relate to Teg Bahadur's wedding. So in the previous episode, we talked about how they had a milni, so the bride and the groom side got together, and then they went back to their houses to prepare for the wedding. And that's where chapter 6 starts off. So in the evening time, the bride's family sends an invitation to the groom side to come eat dinner. So Guru Hargobind with the family, they come to Laljan's house, Laljan being the father of Gujri. And everybody sits down there on this really fancy fabric to eat. The bride's family then come wash Guru Hargobind's hands and present him with all sorts of food. Guru Hargobind eats this delicious food. Then the family comes again to wash his hands before, you know, the bride's, uh, the groom's side then go back to their house again. The bride's family then calls Guru Hargobind and the family again for the wedding when one and a half phases of the night had passed. Uh, this would be four and a half hours after sunset. So given this is happening in around January, February time in Punjab, uh, this would make the wedding time around 10 to 11 p.m. So then the family arrives for the wedding. Uh, Teg Bahadur sits down where they have set up a beautiful bedi. Now a bedi meaning there is a little fire that they will walk around in the ceremony. The Brahmin there then begins the wedding with an invocation to Ganesha. Then the family of the groom begin giving offerings to the Brahmin for the ceremonies. Gujri is brought in uh, by the bride's family. And while the groom side is sitting down, she's brought in and she's seated on the left side of Teg Bahata. Then the Brahmin continued with the ceremony and the worship uh, with the fire blazing. And during this, he would be you know, putting clarified butter and other offerings into the fire, uh, making the fire burn very uh, intensely. And as the Brahmins reciting his mantras, uh, Teg Bahadur and Gujri then walk around the fire. So according to uh, the manner at the time, uh, Teg Bahadur had uh, their wedding and then, and then they all went home. The author mentions the specific date of the wedding being the ninth day of Pagan in the year um, 1689 Bikrami. So this would be about uh, 1633. So the family then goes back to their house for a little bit of sleep. Uh, you know, it's late at night. And then they wake up early in the morning before sunrise again. And Guru Hargobind holds a, a court in the early morning where Gurbani is recited, the Rababis come in, um, and they begin being, uh, playing various different types of rag. And you know, the sounds of these dogs are traveling through the whole village. Groups of needy people hear this, uh, and they come from far to, to see Guru Hargobind and sing his praises as well as, you know, take part in the communal kitchen that they had. So the congregation had laid out a very long line of fabric so that everybody could sit at ease uh, and eat their food. They were serving uh, laddus, very big laddus, as well as very big uh, jalebis as well. And it mentions various other types of sweets and food uh, was given to the congregation, the bride side, as well as the needy people as well. So all the women there were singing, you know, various wedding songs. Uh, and some were, you know, as is the time of weddings, teasing and poking fun of Teg Bahadur, the, the young groom at the time. Uh, there were many celebrations and, you know, a constant stream uh, of food uh, for those who wanted to eat and partake in the celebrations. So the celebrations after the wedding lasted three days. Then uh, the bride's father, Laljan, came with his wife, uh, Bishankor, to Guru Hargovan to give a dowry. 
you know, he brought various types of jewelry, clothes, etc., and whatever he could. And he said with humility that, you know, this is not very much, I'm very sorry, I could only bring these few things, um, but I have offered my daughter to, into your family. I, I hope this is to your liking, essentially. Guru Hargobin says that, uh, you know, you've given more uh, than enough with just your daughter. You know, why have you brought all these other things? You know, there's no need for this at all. So hearing this, Laljan was his mind was put at ease and uh, he saluted Guru Hargobin. Then he got ready uh, to send his daughter off to the in-law's house. So uh, Gujri was placed on a very large dolly, a, a palanquin. And sitting on this, her mother then walks up as well in a very emotional way. Bishankor uh, then gives some teachings to her daughter before uh, she travels into her in-laws' houses. So Bishankor tells uh, Gujri that, you know, how to behave as a, as a married woman, specifically telling her how to serve her husband. Then they bid farewell. And as she was going, you know, people were throwing money over the heads of the newly married couple. There was music being played, and it was quite, uh, quite a, a celebration that was happening. So they arrived back at Teg Bahadur's house. Matananaki, so the mother of, of Teg Bahadur, and the others are watching and, and looking at the new daughter-in-law as Teg Bahadur and Gujri walk up to the door. So when Gujri gets to the door, they wave um, this bowl of water over Gujri's head uh, before she drinks it. So they follow, um, they follow their other family traditions as she entered the house. And they gave Gujri uh, a seat and placed her and placed this uh, plate on her lap with money on it. And uh, people would come, uh, give her a blessing, and then place money into that plate. So all the women in the house are peeking over each other's shoulders, looking at uh, Gujri and, and seeing how beautiful Gujri was and they were speaking amongst themselves saying wow you know look at the wife of Teg Bahadur she's so beautiful and uh, you know the story of the wedding then concludes with the women uh, of the family then coming and, and taking the fancy bracelets off Gujri that she had adorned at the time of the wedding so in this way the wedding of, of Teg Bahadur took place the poet says that he you know he couldn't expand too far into the wedding but um, you know, those who read and listen to the story will experience, you know, happiness in their life. So after the wedding, all the people that came from far, they stayed for a few days. You know, they didn't want to go right away because the celebrations were still going on. But eventually they decided to head back home after getting the blessings of Guru Hargobind. And when they went to get the permission and the blessings to leave, the various families gave whatever they could as a donation to Guru Hargobind. So some time has passed now with Guru Hargobind residing in Kartarpur with his family. But the congregation from all around would come to celebrate the festivals of uh, Basaki, which was a few months after the wedding, and then later that year in the autumn for Diwali. So when they would come, they would bring their donations, their dasvand, the one-tenth of their earnings, in various different forms. Some brought it as jewelry, some brought it as really fancy and you know, extensive uh, sorry, expensive fabrics, some brought in all sorts of weapons, uh, even some people brought horses for the army. And the Guru then would reciprocate, giving blessings to the congregation and instructing them on, you know, devotional worship and wisdom as well. And this is where uh, chapter six ends. Uh, but as always, we would like to thank those who have been contributing uh, to make this podcast a possibility through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.
गाऊगा चढ़ के गाऊगा चढ़ के हारेगा तरला लाला मरेगा शरण भरेगा तरेगा गज गज करे गुरु हरिबेन साहब के मान पावे में हलो जावे सर सरे आ